everybody welcome back welcome back hi hello how are you how you doing how's your mama you been okay you eating your greens are you wearing your jacket it's awful cold outside it's getting real chilly out there <laughs> i don't know what just happened hi <laughs> welcome back to cover b real extra we are talking about Injustice today. Did you know that that came out? Yes, there Maybe was an <laughs> there was an injustice there was an injustice animated film. We watched it. Now we're going to talk about it. Yeah, that's how real extra works. It's true. There you go. <laughs> you thought you were going to get no, away that, with it. That we had slid past it. No, but... no, no. It's not. It's not to be avoided. Anyway, injustice. <laughs> for those who don't know, oh, uh, is excuse me. <laughs> Think yawning in the middle of a recording would be a bad idea. We're You're starting wrong. off strong yeah, today. Yeah, right? uh, <laughs> Injustice, for those who don't know, is an Elseworlds story uh, originally done in a game, video game by NetherRealm Studios, the people who make Mortal Kombat, uh, wherein we see Superman, uh, after having been tricked into murdering Lois and his unborn child by the Joker going to extreme measures to take the Joker out. Uh, in the video game, we then flash forward to years later, wherein uh, Superman has set up an entire regime uh, and has basically taken over the world uh, in on the grounds of, if bad people do bad things, I should be allowed to stop them with all of my might. Uh, some superheroes have joined him. Some are on Batman's side. Uh, wherein they are leading a resistance against him, and that's where the game story mostly exists. Uh, over the years, they have come out with a series of volumes of comics that cover year one to, or I think, guess technically year zero to five of the Injustice world. So year five being the year that the regime finally like kicked off, and the year that the video game takes place, uh, and then year zero being the year that Har I think it's told from Harley's perspective and it's her and the Joker kind of doing things to Superman and realizing that Superman is the Joker's new target uh, leading into the events that kick off Superman going down this whatever I can just kill whoever I want why shouldn't I kind of rabbit hole uh, and then year one to five would be the establishment of it going from just an, a hyper strict Superman and Justice League all the way into like the regime. Yeah. Full on Nazi Superman. Um, this movie kind of does some of that as well. Uh, for the most part, <laughs> this movie is really just year one, but it also has an ending. It's strange. Uh, <laughs> it covers a lot of things that happen in the year one comics. It doesn't, it isn't the video. I kind of went in thinking it was going to be like, the video game yes. kind of like redone as an animated film, which I thought was weird. Instead, it was kind of the year one comics done as an animated film omits a lot of stuff. Like there's stuff that happens with Lex Luthor. There's stuff that happens with Aquaman. There's stuff that happens with uh, 
dark side uh and none of that stuff happens in this movie but a lot of other things that happen in uh the year one story arc happen in this but then it kind of concludes and we're left sort of where we are at the end of the video game though the resolution the resolution is the same though the means by getting there is different Different. yeah um to be fair you know obviously from what i just described it being a video game technically two video games um and five volumes of comics as like a prequel to the video game and then there's actually one comic which is technically a sequel to the second video game because <laughs> the he-man versus injustice comic is actually like picks up at the ending a certain ending that you get in one of the story modes of or the arcade mode i guess of injustice 2 where superman kind of like restarts the regime and then we have the He-Man versus Injustice comic, wherein Batman and his group go get He-Man to help them take it down Superman, because He-Man, why not? Um, <laughs> why the heck not? Kind of would have been a better opportunity to reintroduce another Mortal Kombat DC crossover. That would have been cool in comics. Just saying. NetherRealm IPs. No, things you that know. you like and want to have are not allowed to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I mean, we already got a super, we got an R-rated Injustice animated film. I know the original Mortal Kombat versus DC was like rated T for teen. And so they didn't have any like fatalities in it and stuff. But the Joker was in Mortal Kombat and had fatalities. It's true. And this movie was R-rated because a bunch of people were getting exploded and blood was splattering on the screen. It was violent. So I'm just saying a Mortal Kombat DC game with fatalities or a Mortal Kombat DC comic book with blood and guts not far off? I'm yeah. just the whole point of the Injustice thing is to be darker and people actually die, so I don't know. That's true. Um, so yeah, and we get, as with all these DC animated things, we get a whole bevy of new people doing voices of classic characters. Some to really good extents and some to less good extents and we'll talk about those but for the time being t what was your first impressions of the injustice animated film straight to dvd yeah animated film? so i was gonna say this is not a readily accessible film um it is it was straight to dvd and not like straight to dvd and streaming like you can't watch this on your hbo max subscription like this is literally like you gotta red box it or spend, like, six bucks on Amazon to rent it. Like, this is not... <sighs> You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, right? We we dedicated <laughs> for it. That being said, I kind of get why. Mm-hmm. Um, It wasn't... Now, okay. It wasn't bad. I didn't feel like I'd wasted my time in watching it. That being said, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, The dialogue... Was it great? Yeah. Um, the best part of the film, in my opinion, were the sequences with Harley Quinn. Um, yes. Jillian Jacobs doing Harley Quinn was, was a excellent. Win. She did a very traditional Harley, like a very Mr. Puddin', New Jersey type of voice, which was enjoyable, but it didn't feel like annoying. It wasn't overwhelming. Sometimes there's like a fine line between doing Harley in a traditional way and doing Harley in a traditional way that makes you want to claw your eyes out. 
and she didn't make you want to close your eyes out. Um, she very much did a great job making Harley feel like Harley. Um, the Harley sequences had a lot of levity. They were very fun. They brought some much needed joy to a very dark and dreary and sad, frustrating movie, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and plot line. So the Harley, the Harley parts were great. Um, that being said, the Harley parts also felt kind of disjointed from everything else because they were, yeah, like a lot of levity and that yeah tonally it was weird. So that <laughs> takes me back to a point that I realized I was in the middle of making, and then I started talking about He Man and Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> so and it's really the biggest issue with this movie is like I said, it covered basically just year one, and then was like, oops, it's over. And to be fair, that's because the Injustice story arc really doesn't need a movie. No. It needs either a series of movies, Injustice Year One, Injustice Year, year two, two, Injustice Year yeah. Three, covering all of these things, or an animated series. Yeah. They really kind of screwed the pooch on trying to make this into a one-shot movie. Yeah, it was a little odd. It They either should have just made it at year five and just told a different story than the video game. Right. So that way it's not... Because the video game itself is going to basically be a movie. Yeah. You know, especially with the way NetherRealm handles their video games now. cutscenes. Where it's like cutscenes formed streamlessly into like fight sequences, which I love. I love NetherRealm games. <laughs> um, my favorite fighting series, uh, but you know it's effectively you're watching like a eight hour long movie, yeah, six hour long movie, and just doing fights in between, in between. yeah, uh, in the story mode. So they don't really need a movie focusing on the game story, but at the same time, they really didn't need to wrap this up with Superman being like, "Cool, I'll go to prison." <laughs> it's strange. they could have just <laughs> left it. Left it hanging and had this be Justice League Year One, and then yeah. planned on doing a just or Injustice Year Two, yeah. Injustice Year Three, or just do an HBO Max series. This would have been a really cool thing to bring. Get a really solid animation team. Yeah, they didn't have great animation on this. Like the animation great. was fine, but the character models were all really bulky and chunky, and kind of harsh. Um, and I get that the Injustice kind of character design. Is pretty harsh, but they didn't have to take it to an extreme. Uh, yeah. But I think that's honestly the biggest problem with this is just that it feels very like it has some really cool sequences. Like I said, it is rated R mainly because people get like splattered and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's uh, a lot of blood. <laughs> some of the characters are handled better than others, but like you said, like the Harley sequences, the Green Arrow Harley sequences feel very. Disjoint, like disjointed from the rest of the yeah. thing because they're an important part of the Injustice story arc. Like yeah. especially that year one story arc. Like that's a big thing that happens. Everyone knows the sequence from the comic where Harley tells Green Arrow to call the Arrow Cave the Quiver. Yeah. Like it's been memed out and everyone knows it. And it's great. It's it makes in me this, happy. <laughs> they do it in this movie, which was a nice send back to the comics, but then their whole sequences feel just very disjointed because the whole thing's trying to just rush to a point and get as much, like, this happened in the comics, this happened in the comics, look, yeah. this happened in the comics, in as possible in, like, an hour and 45 minutes so that they can have their Injustice movie. Yeah, the pacing's like being on a NASCAR track. Yeah. It's, like, it's, you're... It's a bit quick. Hair I is blowing in the felt, wind. <laughs> admittedly, I, I felt the same way about the Red Sun movie. Yeah. I, I, like, I get they want to do these animated movies, um, and we're going to go through and kind of watch more of them because we haven't watched a ton of them. Um, 
as they've done them for these big like graphic novels and big mini series and stuff. But it's just they either need to commit to making them longer or they need to commit to making series out of some of these. Yeah. And I, I just feel like, you know, DC has always always had like a really powerful control over the animated superhero stuff market. And I don't feel like they give enough credit into that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't feel like they themselves put enough effort and ideas into that when you've got Marvel out here doing Disney Plus series and they've got Hulu series in the works and they've got their movies and then they've, you know, they're taking, thanks to Sony and Into the Spider-Verse, they're going to start dipping into animated movies and, like, yeah. they're all over the place. I feel like DC just doesn't have the want to, they could really do a big push into... HBO Max, if instead of like, hey, James Gunn, Peacemaker, HBO Max series, that's cool, right? Which it is. It's fine. But if they would do like an extended series of mini series, like four to six episode series of their big like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman stories, and even do some of the newer things that have been really critically acclaimed, like do a Batman Damned mini series. Yeah. You know, do a Wonder Woman Dead Earth mini series. Or even story arcs that are happening in the, like, regular comics could become these, like, four-issue miniseries, get solid animators, solid voice actors on these things, and just pump that stuff out. While you sit back and try to figure out what your cinematic universe is going to be, you're now making all kinds off of these HBO Max things because you're just cycling them out, and it it holds your dominion over animated stuff i was going to say that one of the things that's probably the most disappointing about this like turn to these movies is that historically dc has always produced better television than marvel historically that's just a fact whether you're talking animated with like batman the animated series the bruce tim series whether you're talking about the justice league series whether you're talking about things like teen titans and then also teen titans go whether you're talking about the live action stuff with the arrowverse DC has always, and Smallville, like, DC has always done historically very, very well in a TV environment. So for them to not utilize this relationship with HBO Max the way that Disney and Marvel mm -hmm. are using Disney Plus doesn't make any sense. Why would you not, like, you see the success of the Harley Quinn show, why would you not take some of these like bigger storylines and make them like smaller mini series, make them like six episode shows yeah. on HBO max. You're going to do better. Like yeah. you historically have that footing. You have that foundation underneath you. Why would you not use it? And why would you pump out these? Like no one's ever going to see injustice movie that has some decent voice acting in it. That yeah. is now like, maybe seen by somebody on Redbox or like people like us who hunt it down so that we can do an episode on it. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like it's just a weird thing, right? choice. It's like according to the internet, and I know you can't believe everything you've seen on the internet, but according to the IMDB page for this movie, the estimated budget was like twenty million dollars. It's probably mostly goes to cast and animator payments. Like yeah. it's mostly staff and things like that. But why would you put that kind of money or really any sort of extreme kind of money behind something that is going to go straight to DVD or Amazon rental. Yeah. You know, like, why would you not put that kind of money into, like, a series that's going to give you multiple episodes 
weekly or like bi-weekly content that people come <laughs> back and watch that you put on a streaming service that draws people into your area, into your yeah. zone. And then also just gives people things that they want more of. And, you know, in instead, you're throwing money at something that's going to go straight to DVD and Amazon rental and is a truncated version of a very popular, like the Injustice books are very critically acclaimed and very popular. Video people, games too. People like the Injustice comic books. So if you're going to animate those, why put them into kind of the background and truncate them this is an hour and 18 minutes long it was not long why why do that why bother and that's why you get you end up getting just year one when there's so many more stories to be told you don't see you know we don't see or hear from many 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 of the heroes they kill off flash way earlier in this than he is in the actual injustice for some reason and it doesn't seem to make sense why why kill off Flash early when he's a big part of the Injustice story? You know? It's weird. And it's, yeah, it's it's very bizarre. It's weird. It's like, and I know there's some people that would probably argue like, well, maybe HBO Max didn't want to buy it. But looking at things like What If and all these shows on Disney+, Plus, why wouldn't HBO want to buy it? Like, HBO's always looking for stuff to throw onto their channels. And the DC stuff, historically, has been the biggest draws to HBO Max that they've had. It's been, like, Snyder Cut and Wonder Woman 84. Like, those are the things that have gotten people to get HBO Max subscriptions. So I don't know why they wouldn't be like, oh, Injustice, that's an Mm. obvious choice. Make a six-part mini on it. Let's do it. Like... That, that yeah. just seems so obvious to me that I don't know how they could, like, if if HBO didn't want to buy it, that means that DC doesn't know how to pitch. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's exactly. all it is. Like, DC will always, always and forever kind of confound me on some of the decisions that they make. It's bizarre. And they teeter-totter on things. Like, around the time Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, I think it was called, was coming out, they were like, yeah, we're going to stop doing animated stuff. And then, then they came out with, I think, Long Halloween and yep. this one and a bunch of others. And it's like, okay, so you weren't. But <laughs> at the same time, they're also, like, not really advertising these and not really doing much with them. Not putting them anywhere. And, uh, I don't know. It's bizarre. It's weird. That said, while being really short and if you are aware of the Injustice story arc, you might be a little confused about how little of it is covered in this. Yeah. It was still a fine story. I think the Injustice, I mean, you know, evil Superman is evil Superman. That's who he's going to be. Yeah. I do think they did a good job kind of making him teetery and, uh, you know, kind of morally confounded. Yeah. And he, he he was a damaged Superman. Like T said earlier, some of the voice acting was really good. Just some call-outs. Uh, let's see. Oliver Hudson doing Plastic Man. Very, very good job. Very good. Jillian Jacobs, Harley Quinn. Really good. So good. Uh, Kevin Pollock's Joker. Actually really solid. Yeah. Kind of a different take on Joker, but I think that's good. I've always said that when people come in and do these characters, they need to try to do them different. It was an interesting older Joker that you don't get a lot of, and I yeah. thought that was kind of cool. Uh, Anika Noni Rose as Catwoman, very solid. Ferran Tahir's Rosh Raish Al Ghul was very very good. Yeah. Uh, Janet Varney doing Wonder Woman, 
for the Korra fans out there. Uh, <laughs> really solid. Yeah. Really, really good uh, voice acting on those. Some of the others, the Superman had times where he was doing it well and times he was a little weak. Funny enough, he was played by the gentleman who played uh, Oliver Quinn on uh, Smallville, apparently. In, in his defense... Part of why I think his voice acting stumbled in parts is because some of the dialogue they gave to Superman was... A little rough, yeah. It starts off a little rough in the beginning, too. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the first, like, five minutes Our we're queen, introduced sorry. to Superman is, like, some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they talk about Lois being pregnant, and he's like... It was mostly you, but I helped. And I'm but like, I helped. bro, yeah, <laughs> that's not cute. That's so cringe. Oh, it was awkward. Oh, so awkward. Ugh. Also, I did that thing that happens to people when they're reading something and they say something else. Oliver Queen. My bad. I said the wrong last name. Anson oh, okay. Mount, who plays Batman and also played Black Bolt in the Injustice show, did fine as Batman. I mean, he was doing the very muted kind of gruff Batman thing that everybody does. So, you know. Batman's Batman. Um, <laughs> some of the others were just weaker, you know. Uh, so it was it was kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. You know, you had some really solid, some... Some high points and some whatever points. Kind of just meh. Yeah. Uh, but story-wise, I mean, it processes through the year one stories as quickly as possible. But it, you know, hits some high points and hits some points that are covered it does a good job making america look like a piece of shit because we just continue to cause problems and it does a good job making superman and wonder woman kind of look like pieces of shit so yeah that's fun and, and i will i want to i just i want to give a credit i don't love the way they portray wonder woman but that's because in so many of these stories i don't but i explicitly want to say thank you for being given an r-rated movie and not shoehorning an awkward sex scene into it. Yeah. They have done that in the past. Mm -hmm. Look at it, you Batman and Batgirl. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. But they easily could have shoehorned a Superman Wonder Woman doing it scene into this movie. And they didn't. Yeah. And I appreciate it. We didn't have like a weird Harley and Joker moment. We didn't have <laughs> anything that would have made you feel icky. It just like, they just, they didn't. And I think that's nice. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate that sometimes R can just be because you watch Jimmy Olsen get shot in the head. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. This was definitely just R for gore. There wasn't anything else in it. Um, final thoughts. I mean, it was fine. I wouldn't pay $6 on Amazon to yeah. watch this one time. Mm. If you can get it out of Redbox, get it. Check it out. Yeah, if you, if you can get it for like uh, if it two ever, bucks. So. If it ever ends up on HBO Max or some streaming site, check it out. If you like Injustice stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not not really anything that you're missing too much. Read the comics. Play yeah. the game. That yeah. would be your better exposure to Injustice, in my it's opinion. It's true. And so. Injustice, at this point, for game consoles, is old, so it's probably cheap. Probably cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you like this episode and you want to hear previous episodes that we've done, uh, we put out like two a week, and they're all on our website, coverbpodcast.com. That's right. And we are also on social media if you want to stay up to date on things like news and cool fan art and other random stuff that we do on a regular basis. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. 
at Cover Me Podcast. Yep. And until next time, we'll catch you right back here for another episode of, of Cover, Cover Me. Me. Bye. Bye.